Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I'm your host Andrew Waterhouse and in today's episode we're talking about whether you can get fit while working at summer camp. So coming to coming into my tent and spill beans. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I hope you're well. I hope you haven't missed me too much because I did miss last week. And the reasoning for that is literally I was just burnt out. I had such a busy week. Um, and just to keep you in the loop of my life, uh, I was... Well, the days I normally record these are a Saturday. And last week, me and my partner went axe throwing in Manchester and it was a right laugh so it sort of like made me not have any time to record a podcast and sometimes I think it's good to take a step back and get some more creativity in these episodes but speaking of which in today's episode this is one that I haven't really scripted normally with my podcast episodes I like to have a list of notes but this one really came to me while I've been working out so just to give you a bit of background what's been happening the past week. So, of course, I played the axe throwing game. But recently, as with everyone sort of does in January, they get these um, New Year's resolutions type of events. And I don't really have a resolution this year besides to publish the book. And an update, a side update on that, it's coming along really well. It's looking like February or March. Um we shall see. I'll, I'll, of course, provide an update when I know the date that will work to release it. But I haven't got like a specific resolution as such in other other means, like I want to lose weight or I want to do this or that or travel or something, because the pandemic is still ongoing. It's still very uncertain. Everyone's still like unsure about themselves I guess so what I've tried to do is not even consciously really it's just naturally come to me where I've tried to inhabit better habits and I'm I'm an avid reader I have been for probably about four years now Um, if you want to follow me on Goodreads by the way I do have an account you should be able to search for me maybe I don't know how Goodreads works I know I know that I have quite a few followers on there, but they're all from my Facebook account rather than publicly available data. I don't know how you could find me, but if you do have Goodreads, you'll see that I have probably about 60 books that I've reviewed, and uh, I I really enjoy doing it. And it's, of course, tied in well with my book because to write a good book, you need to be able to read some good books. And one of the good books that I read was Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I read that, I think, in 2019 or the beginning of 20... Oh, it wasn't as long as 2019. It still feels like it's 2021 in my head. Um, it would have been, <clears throat> I would have thought, mid-2020 or early 2021. And that's a really good book. I, I As soon as I read that first like chapter, which is only about three or four pages, I was hooked. And... My habits straight after reading that book were really tight, really on point, um, trying to become the person that I wanted to become that's not someone that just plays video games all the time. And I've kind of moved on from this 
teenagehood of playing games by default and not really letting anything else in the life of Andrew take any sort of um, priority in a way. But I had some sort of like scratch-off calendar to keep a log of how my habits were going. And after, I think it was about three or four months, the calendar slowly like faded away. Someone was coming up and I was out of the house more and naturally it just faded away. But recently, I say recently, like literally last week, I downloaded this app called um, Streaks. And now this isn't a promoted advert for Streaks. Um, But and there's plenty of other habit tracking apps but streaks what i found again it's not an advert <laughs> i'm just going to say this app I'm not going to give them any promote promotion from here on um this app is really cool because it's really simple to use interface and you get to set i think up to 24 habits and what you do is basically it's really easy to set like how often you want to do something and then to simply check it off, it's literally pulling out your phone, opening an app. It's not going over to your notepad that's not with you or you've left it at home or anything like that. And that's what I needed really. It was something on the go that I can just pull out whether I'm in bed, oi oi, <laughs> uh, on the train or I don't know, just after a gym, gym session. I didn't want something that I'd have to lug around with me. And my phone is always on me as everyone's is. So... That's a long story short into recently I was at the swimming pool and I was swimming along and I was thinking, you know what would be a good episode for There's No Place at Summer Camp? It would be to talk about the fitness of what it's like to actually go and volunteer at summer camp because I'm sure this kind of audience for the podcast is a mixture of two camps, pardon the pun. (laughs) Um, You're going to get the people that have been to camp before. Um, and you're going to get the people that have never done camp and they're kind of interested. They want to be swayed either way. They're kind of on the fence about going. They may be like 18, 19, 20, 21 sort of age. And hopefully that's like a main goal of this podcast and the book, um, is to try and promote how good summer camp is. And I hope it comes across really well, but this is This episode particularly is maybe for those that are thinking of doing summer camp rather than those that have been, because I think those that have been are going to agree with me in saying that when you go to a summer camp, um, at least in my position, I was, there was part of me that was horrified (laughs) and there was a part of me that was surprised. And now I'll explain what I mean. When I say horrified and surprised... I'm of course talking about the kitchen and what you eat at summer camps and how active you are and that sort of thing. So they're both tying into that. But let me start with the horrified side first. So the horrified side of me was literally how often I'd be eating hot dogs and burgers. Um, I think that might have been because of my position, because I was doing outdoor living and camping. If you think sort of like a scout camp or a cub camp or beavers or... um, sort of like Bear grills, but without cutting a camel in half and going into his body. Instead, I was setting up tents and doing campfires and marshmallows and taking them on um, 
canoe trips, hikes, and that sort of thing. And in that sort of position, you of course have to also cook their dinners. And every, every camp out I would do would be hot dogs and burgers. And it quickly, quickly became really sickly. I'll probably say the, the word, but you know, uh, with me and my co, we're two big blokes, not big blokes, but like we were two, um, you know, young, just out of teenagehood sort of guys. So hot dogs and burgers were fine with us, but it quickly became a bit boring and sickly. So that was part of the my horrified sort of aspect of eating at camps was you do often see, say, the sort of school dinners that you wouldn't see in school anymore. I think that's, and maybe horrified might be a bit of a strong word because I think it has got probably better over the years at summer camps. Um... But if you think of the Jamie Oliver type school dinners that, or should I say the school dinners that were before Jamie Oliver did his massive campaign, and now this is talking to a real niche, I don't know, I don't even know if like 20 year olds know who Jamie Oliver is, Jesus Christ, but basically um, when I was at school, we used to have things like turkey Twizzlers, pizza, donuts, uh, chicken nuggets, um, burgers maybe and all that sort of food. And then Jamie Oliver came along with um, like a campaign for the government to make school dinners healthier. And ever since then, the school dinners have become pasta, vegetables, uh, I don't know, <laughs> oven-cooked chicken and, you know, healthy things and fish and stuff. So there's a whole generation of sort of like 20-somethings that really hate him because we got a taste of the pizzas the burgers the hot dogs and then they were, they were taken away from us so the school dinners were made healthier rightly so looking back at summer camp you're going to get a mixture of different foods you're going to get the pizzas you're going to get the hot dogs you're going to get fried chicken every friday at my summer camp we would have this specially cooked uh i can't remember the name of the person now but we had a special chef that had been there for years and she had like a specific recipe of how to do this fried chicken and it was famous every Friday because that would be our Shabbat day where we were, we were celebrating the Jewish uh, uh, service. I don't know if it's a service. Shabbat, I don't know, probably. Yeah, you would go with service. Um, so there was that part of me that was horrified. There was, there was the dinners where it was pizza and it was just trays upon trays upon trays of pizza. But... I think I actually lost weight when I was at summer camp. Now, this is a good place to play some ads. With Audible, you can listen to a vast range of audiobooks, from your AAA bestsellers to independent authors like myself. With a membership, you get one credit per month to download and keep any title that you wish. And if you are a Prime member, you start your membership with two free audiobooks. You can listen on any device, and I find them best when travelling to work. You get unlimited listening to the Plus catalogue featuring thousands of Audible originals, podcasts and audiobooks, as well as exclusive member-only deals. You can start a free 30-day trial today by visiting there'snoplacelikesummercamp.com forward slash audible which will give you a no obligation 30-day trial while also supporting this project hello fresh 
are the leading fresh food subscription company who deliver pre-portioned ingredients for its users. You get weekly meals straight to your doorstep, meaning no more time wasted travelling back and forth from the supermarket and no more time stressing about what to have for dinner. You can get everything from family favourites, vegetarian or calorie controlled options. The choice is yours. Get fresh recipes straight to your doorstep with HelloFresh and There's No Place Like Summer Camp. All you have to do is go to there's no place like summercamp.com slash HelloFresh and get 50% off your first and 35% off your next three boxes. Again, that's there's no place like summercamp.com slash HelloFresh for 50% off your first box and 35% off your next three boxes. Back to the podcast. As I was saying, there's a part of me that's horrified about working at summer camp and the foods that we ate. And I think more of the horror, I was more horrified by the, the drugs line, particularly the prescription line, the kids that would line up around the school, uh, say school, the summer camp, like dining hall to collect their prescription medication. It was disgusting. And there's a real problem in America where campers and people in general are just really over-prescribed drugs and it is so obvious when you come in with an outside perspective coming in as a Brit so let me know if you spot that at your summer camp I was more horrified by that than the food let me tell you that so I've said that I was partly horrified but there's the other side of me that really lost weight while I was at summer camp so I don't know if this is going to be the same at every summer camp but at mine, we had the main meal that you could choose, something like mac and cheese maybe. But there'll be a healthy, generous proportion of vegetables that you can pick from. And also, we'd also have these sort of like side tables full of alternate foods. So something like mac and cheese is a great example because my palate is really shit. If it's mac and cheese, I'm not going to have it. I don't like mac and cheese. It's bleh. <laughs> Disgusting. So... What I'd do instead is I'd look at it and go, oh, for fuck's sake, it's mac and cheese. Now, either as a staff member, I'd sneak out of camp and get takeaway because why not? The second one would be to go to this other table where they would have loads of salads and there would be queues of kids and uh, staff lining up around this salad bar to, um, to basically get this alternate f- fresh greenery food and you can build a meal out of that and you'd have like a bread roll or something to go along with it and over the course of my summer camp I would often go there more well I wouldn't say I would go there more than the actual food would be coming out because obviously I do like a pizza I do like hot dogs I do like fried chicken but I would go there a fair bit and on the days where I would have pizza or something I'd be like I can't just have pizza again I'd have pizza and salad And I'll be adding those onto the side. So in the food aspect, I don't think I did particularly bad. And that was quite surprising. Once you do step outside of the summer camp bubble, though, trust me, you're going to be bombarded with fast food restaurants and takeout joints. That's something that I really took away from America was how jealous I am of how many big name takeaway places there are. So you've got things like McDonald's, Burger King and KFC. That's the thing that I, those are the three that I always say when I was out there. They were they are the three that 
stick out to me as the top British, I say British, the top three most popular um, takeout restaurant places, um, fast food places in the UK. Go over to America, you've got McDonald's, KFC, Burger King, Subway, I should really include Subway in the UK one, Uh, Subway, Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, uh, Wendy's, and the list really goes on. You have a much uh, broader array of takeout places. So you're going to be really tempted, and I'd look back with no regrets at how often I would get Wendy's and um, (laughs) the other types of takeaways that you can get. So there is that you have to consider. However, we've talked about all the all the food options that are available in America, but what we haven't really addressed is the activities that you're going to be doing. You're going to be sweating out of your butt crack. I can tell you that for sure. There's a one of the essentials that you have to take to camp and pretty much have you on on you at all times is a water bottle, and um, that's going to be a phrase that all the campers, all the Americans, are going to love you saying. For some reason, water bottle just rubs them up the right way um anyway you're going to be sweating like crazy because you're going to be working in the blistering heat of america um especially if i don't know if you're closer to those hotter sort of counties counties they're not called counties are they states of course they're called states idiot anyway um you're going to be outside all the time you're going to be doing activities you're going to be doing sports even if you are in a specialty that's inside you're going to be wandering around camp and catching up with your friends and your day is going to be so full and i can tell you this if anyone listening is a previous counselor or specialist or leadership you will know how full these days are at camp there is not a day or a job that is like working at summer camp because the days are from the crack of dawn when the first campers start to wake up and make a racket to lights out when people are staying up beyond their curfews and um probably banging like rabbits let's face it <laughs> so you're going to be expelling expending so much energy and i think i think i didn't i didn't measure this at the time but i came away from summer camp feeling so much healthier than i did when i was actually outside of camp because when i was outside of camp when i was at home with the parents i didn't really give a shit about what i was eating there was not much variety we would always order from the same like chicken takeout from around the corner and uh papa john's and uh dominoes and that sort of thing we would, that's that's sort of my upbringing but when i was at camp there was there was a healthy mix of uh, the takeout food and um, takeout type food and healthier options if you want those. So I hope that's answered any sort of lingering doubts about how to stay fit at a summer camp. I think you'll be okay and um, at least when you're you have to think when you're at a summer camp you you, you have a lot of flexibility or in in some in some ways now this is I don't want to push push the uh, definition here but in some ways you can be your own boss Uh, say you're working you're only working on shift from certain hours in the evenings perhaps you might have an evening off or um, you don't have to be on duty then maybe you can make some time to go for a run with a fellow counselor I don't think that would be a problem at most camps so I think staying fit at a summer camp 
shouldn't be a reason that will stop you from going to summer camp and volunteering. Okay, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's been a different kind of one. I've kind of enjoyed it. It came to me out of the blue. If you have any ideas for future podcast episodes, please hit me up. You can follow me on Instagram at There's No Place Like Summer Camp. Okay, I'll see you next Tuesday for another surprise episode. Bye.